And hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on 97FM KNMO, Double K Country. Thanks for joining us and start things off, as always, with Nevada Lady Tiger and basketball coach Blake Howarth. Lady Tigers uh, continue to roll right along. They're now have reached the midway point of Big 8 West play and sitting at 3-0 and in conference play. Three straight wins, in fact, all against con- off, uh, conference opposition with Monette East Newton and now Seneca last night and sitting at 9-6 uh, and six on the season after last night's convincing win at Seneca. But, uh, Blake, it just seems like you haven't played a lot of basketball lately. Yeah, it's been few far in between, <laughs> you know, especially with our, our schedule but uh, and rescheduled, therefore. Uh, but then the last couple snow days. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of been hit and miss. And, and you know, that, that happens this time of year and, and living in Missouri. And we never can predict the future or the, the weather, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it has. And, you know, we – we saw that a little bit there that started the game against Seneca last night. Yeah, we're going to get to that, and uh, you're going to make up for the lack of inactivity or lack of activity here over the next week. we got plenty coming up with four games before we visit again next Wednesday. We're going to get through all that, of course, the, the Friday night tournament. Uh, well, you did end up with um, – well, you were already scheduled to be off the back half of last week, so I'm sure you already had that kind of planned out. Uh, but then had the, the monkey wrench thrown in earlier this week with uh, no school on Monday, uh, although I guess you were, you were allowed to practice this time unlike last week so at least you got got a little bit of work done yeah we, we were allowed to have an optional practice which was nice uh but then you know schedule change we had some girls missing but uh we did have a lot of our varsity girls come in so it, it was nice to get them in especially after a weekend uh we try not to give them more than two days off at a time just because i mean you get out of the flow of things and and uh with this group here we got to have a basketball in our hand as much as possible so uh monday we were able to uh come in as an optional practice got some shots in uh, i couldn't tell that early on but later <laughs> uh later in the game we did but uh yeah so we just had a chance to kind of talk through some stuff I-, I was really proud of our girls uh and how they were able to uh change the original practice time to earlier in the afternoon so we can get that practice in during that window but then uh also showing up whenever it's optional well that moved into the game last night we're going to get that because we got a lot of basketball to talk about with the frontenac tournament so let's dive into last night's game there's really not a whole lot to cover there new going in against Seneca that uh, Seneca certainly is challenged this year on ability they just don't have any offensive threats and uh, averaging less than 30 points a game and uh, that showed last night you pick up a 51 to 13 victory but as you've kind of alluded to a couple of times and we talked about before going on air bit of a struggle for the Lady Tigers in the first few minutes of that game last night and I don't know if it was just playing down the competition or the time off or whatever, but yeah, it was a little ugly there for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll just chalk it up to all those things, honestly, because I, I feel like, you know, that a lot of it's just our fault, but uh, those things probably did play a factor, not playing since last Monday and, and the snow days and cold weather. You know, when it's cold, it's tough to get outside and do a lot, especially with the temperatures and the wind chill that we had. Uh, so our girls had to, uh, I, I'm guessing they stayed inside and kind of laid around, so... Uh, Monday was nice to get them off the couch and out of the house. And then Tuesday, uh, with no school, it, it, it's tough to tell what, what those high school kids uh, chose to do on that day. So, uh, yeah, the first couple of minutes were pretty sloppy, um, you know, and, and like we talked before going on air, uh, I probably should have taken a timeout. You know, Seneca did take one for us and we were able to talk few through a few things. Uh, but our girls, we, we got to start working on our mental toughness. And, and that was something – uh, I told them pregame, I said, girls, right now it, it's on us. I mean, we got to be mentally prepared. Uh, we got to be ready to go. And, and we did not come out very well. Uh, luckily, you know, against Seneca, who, you know, they are having their struggles throughout their season. Um, we were able to figure a lot of things out. 
Um, the big thing was I, our girls knew what they wanted to do. It's just like their, their, their mind was three steps in front of what they were actually doing. And so uh, we saw some sloppy turnovers there early, uh, but our girls did do a, a really good job of, of uh, bouncing back and, and finished out that first quarter and then the next two before I pulled the starters. Yeah, and second quarter certainly big. He did have a 13-3 lead at the end of the first quarter, but the second quarter kind of got it cranked up, 20-2 uh, advantage. Started in the three ball, in fact, uh, five trays in that second quarter. So, eventually came around. I guess the, the message being that, you know, you can get away with that against Seneca. Uh, other teams, you can't. No, you, and we're going to see that the next three days in that front neck tournament, Mike. And so, we got to be prepared from the tip. We can't allow um, ourselves to, to have those silly turnovers. Uh, you know, talking to my wife on the phone last night, mm-hmm. she was dying to tell me about a comment you made. You said, well, Nevada's got more turnovers than points right now. So... <laughs> Uh, we can, we can't do that to ourselves because we are going to run into very stiff, uh, stiff competition, uh, the next three days. And so, uh, you, you know, it's not going to be any caliber of Seneca and I'm not trying to knock on them, but, um, when we we're playing bigger schools, um, and so the competitive level is going to be very quick, very fast, very physical, and, and we can't come out and shoot ourselves in the foot early. I always forget who's out there listening and watching. <laughs> it's all right. No, Mike, you do such a great job because you're real about things. And I mean, you've done this for so many years. You know what's going on. Yeah. You, you, you've watched us enough over the years that uh, that's that's not how we, we want to play. And that's not how we want to start basketball games. So, uh, I mean, it, it was. And it's nice to hear because you you say what a lot of us are thinking. Yeah. And so you you have that opportunity to say those things. And, and like I said, you do a good job. But she right. was just laughing. Oh, yeah. It would have been a little tougher if it was on the other end. And, and we were down and stuff like that. You know, sure. but uh, our girls did a really good job of bouncing back after that. Yeah, those of us who do this are always fans first. So, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 but yeah, I'm able. I have the ability and the the responsibility to say what we're thinking. What you you go for it. You do you do a great job. Don't you do not offend any of us. No, and like no. I said, you you uh, do a great job. So keep doing what you're doing. All right, sounds good. Appreciate <laughs> it. Well, uh, we don't have a whole lot to cover about the Seneca game. It was what it was. Uh, good convincing victory. The key part here is your three and zero in conference play halfway through the six game schedule. Uh, of course, we know McDonald County's still out there lurking in February. But uh, so far, so good in conference play. Yeah, I'm really proud of, of what we've done the last three games in conference play. Uh, you know, we, we kept talking about the, the way we scheduled the first half of our season, and that that's why. Uh, and you're seeing uh, the evidence of that the last three games. Uh, I, I love this Frontenac tournament because um, going down the, the home stretch of our regular season, we do see Frontenac, or uh, sorry, we see. Matt County after the Frontenac tournament, and so with the the level of play that we're going to see the next three days, uh, it's going to push us. And so we need that here towards the end of our season and before playing Matt County because uh, I, we know what they have and what they did to us in the CJ tournament. And I like to think that it, it kind of comes down to uh, us and Matt County. And and you know I don't want to look too far ahead because we do still have to play Lamar and Cassville and. You know, they're hit and miss, and we can't come out like we did last night against Seneca. So uh, we still got a lot on our plate, and we got to take one game at a time and, and focus on ourselves and continue to focus on ourselves and play together uh, as a Lady Tiger basketball. Well, let's move ahead and talk about the, the Four State Classic uh, coming up in Frontenac Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And uh, I just, I always look forward to this tournament uh, for a variety of different reasons. Uh, uh, just, 
see teams you don't normally see. Mm-hmm. It's it's chaos with with the with the two gyms and the hallway in between. People going back and yeah. forth, and uh, uh, you know, boys and girls there. So it's a lot of people. Uh, I just and I just love this tournament. And, you know, the fact that Chicken Mary's is nearby probably doesn't hurt either. No. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, but. Uh, your thoughts on the tournament? You've been in it for a few years now, and uh, uh, you continue to go back. Obviously, I, I'm assuming that you like what you see over there. Yeah, I mean, you stated all the pros there, and, and there's really not a lot of cons. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, with all the local tournaments and stuff that we already play in, we see a lot of those teams during the regular season mm-hmm. and on our schedule. So it is nice to see different teams from different areas, different states, and so uh, different caliber of, of uh, I guess styles of play. Um, and so it, it's nice for us to to go over there. Uh, I love it, like you said, because the boys are in there too, and so it's a it's a fun filled night with boys and girls, uh, you know, Nevada Athletic uh, in action, and so we allow the community to come over and, and get a lot of basketball those nights, and so uh, very proud. It, it's a short, easy trip too. Uh, yeah. You know, we're not driving all over the country; it's just right down the road, so uh, it, it's good for us. But I do like it. I, I, I'm very proud of, of the way we've battled the last couple of years in it. Uh, you know, we've gone over there and. It's been a pretty rough spell for us, uh, but the way that we we played last year, uh, super proud of that, and I feel like we have that potential and uh, capability this year to do that as well. And so, uh, like I said, we got to take one game at a time, and, and we don't have uh, an, an easy match this first round. But uh, super excited for it. Once again, a, a school we've never seen, um, and and they've improved from last year too. And so, uh, we're looking forward to it, and and we got to be ready to go and play against Blue Valley Southwest. Well, you're in the upper part of the bracket. They don't list numbers on it. It's somewhat seated, but it's it's done by records. Although I do know that uh, they do try to look at, you know, for instance, you just played Seneca, so they know that they do look at that and try yeah. try to avoid that as long as they can. And and they're in the bottom part of the bracket. Uh, but uh, the upper part of the bracket, Fort Scott, Lafayette, uh, then Nevada and Blue Valley Southwest. So let's talk about uh, the Timberwolves, uh, Blue Valley Southwest. Uh, uh, out of Overland Park, uh, we've they've been in the tournament. I don't, we haven't seen them though, which is odd. Yeah. Uh, so, what have you picked up about the Timberwolves? Um, their style of play, Mike, is is a lot like ours. Uh, they have a point guard number twenty one uh, who can shoot it really well, but she also she does a, a really good job of getting downhill. Uh, she reminds me of the Macy Mays of El Dorado uh, from last year. She she actually reminds me a lot of Clara. Uh, I think Clara shoots the ball a little better than she does, uh, but the way that she attacks and gets downhill, but also to the free throw line. So we got to do a good job of keeping her in front. Uh, they set a lot of ball screens for her uh, and try to create room and space uh, for her for her to, to get downhill. So we got to do a good job of, of keeping her in front, being weak side help. Uh, so that way, if there's a post player on the block or that roller, um, we're not giving up that easy layup. But then also on the play side, we got to be able to to uh, move when the ball moves and, and be ready to, to get foot to foot if she does try to penetrate downhill. So uh, 21 is the big one that stands out to me. That's their best player. Uh, 13 and 22 uh, are their post players. They got a little bit of height. It's hard to tell on film what size they are. I, I'd probably say they're around uh, that 5'10 range, Mike, and, and probably a legit 5'10. Not not a couple inches here and there like we stretch uh, on our roster, but uh, – <laughs> then they surround themselves with a couple shooters. They love the corner three, so we got to do a good job of knowing where one. Um, she's a freshman. She comes in off the bench. She shoots the ball really well. And 11, uh, she's the other guard that's in the corner. Uh, and both of them are, are 
uh, feet set, knees bent, ready to catch and shoot. So uh, they do a really good job. They push the tempo. They try to press uh, throughout the games that I've watched, and, and they're going to stay in a, in a man-to-man, uh, which is good for us. we got to do a good job of, of taking care of the basketball, uh, especially after last night against Seneca. Uh, we can't throw the ball around. This team will definitely make us pay. Uh, they're a Class 5 school in Kansas, so uh, they're a little bigger than us, and, and you know they, they play a little bigger uh, competition than us and so uh, you know I I don't know if they're quicker but they definitely have a a little bit of length and and size that that we uh, do not have this year and anytime we've uh, it seems like anytime we go we've played north uh, play gets a little more physical around the Kansas City area are you do you see that on video oh yeah for sure and and some of it too though it's just kind of like I don't know. We talk about Misha and stuff like that and how uh, I feel like it's kind of inconsistent depending on your mm-hmm. geographic location. Uh, but the style that I've watched on them, it, it is pretty physical. Uh, they do allow a couple hands uh, hands on and, and you know, Kansas actually doesn't allow that at all. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's something that I felt like we've done a, a pretty good job of over the year uh, I guess years is getting better at that but uh, you know we have an opportunity that if they're going to call hand checks like they usually do in Kansas uh, to maybe get some of the girls in foul trouble and so we got to be the aggressor and we got to get downhill and, and uh, take it to them and not shy away uh, especially if they do have uh, legit size inside like I think they do on film um, we got to attack that and try to get those girls in foul trouble because um, after those two they don't have anybody else and so we got to do a good job of, of using that to um, our benefit and, and at least get to the free throw line uh, instead of struggling um, or even trying to throw and, and, and cause turnovers for ourselves. All right, so it'll be a four o'clock game uh, tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening on delay on the podcast, I'm talking about Thursday, uh, January 18th. So four o'clock game, Nevada gets the first game of the day in the uh, the new gym at uh, Frontenac High School. So uh, make sure you're, if you can get away, get there early. If not, we'll have the coverage for you. Again, I want to do want to remind you, we'll do it again later. Audio only uh, from the Frontenac Tournament uh, for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, the other team, other matchup in your bracket won't play until 8.30 tomorrow night. Uh, that'll be the Fort Scott Lady Tigers against Lafayette out of St. Joseph. Uh, Fort Scott, good basketball team. I know they're, they have uh, high intentions over there at Fort Scott. Uh, and, and I know you'll size them up afterwards, but uh, looks like a pretty good Fort Scott team that if you end up in the winner's bracket, you'll probably be facing on Friday. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I mean, like you said, they don't put numbers with the seating, but obviously Fort Scott's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know much about Lafayette, but once again, a, a city school coming down. So uh, I'm sure they're going to play a different style too. But uh, yeah, Fort Scott's 9-0. and um, We saw them this summer and they returned just about everybody from the previous year before I think they went like seven or eight no last year before they had their first loss so um, they return a lot of experience uh, this summer their best player uh, was back and, and she does a good job she's gotten better uh, over the years so um, you know I don't I don't know if it's really a rivalry game but um, you know when you always have that Nevada Fort Scott it kind of turns into one mm-hmm. uh, regardless of it or not but um, you know we can't look too far ahead we still got a, a pretty big juggernaut in front of us with Blue Valley so uh, we got to take care of business there and, and then you know if we draw Fort Scott just take one game at a time but 
yeah, they're pretty solid over there, Mike. Yeah, the games uh, tomorrow, the uh, 7 o'clock game. I'm sorry, start with the 530 game. Seneca takes on Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And then the 7 o'clock game has Blue Springs against Frontenac, and that is the, the girls' side of the uh, Fort Scott Classic again, divided between the old gym and the new gym uh, over the next three days. Uh, so we'll just kind of play it by ear. We won't get too far along in the tournament uh, and uh, because we need to – Kind of get towards the end of this anyway and talk about your matchup next Tuesday. Uh, Makeup date against Lamar Lady Tigers. That was, uh, of course, no doubt early last week. Uh, we talked about them then, but just as a recap, uh, uh, for those who may not have heard the conversation, we'll break, uh, break down about Lamar who you'll see next Tuesday. Uh, I'm not sure record-wise what they are right now, uh, but they do return their best player, the Whisk Girl, and so uh, she's a very downhill attack. we got to be ready for that. Uh, once again, I, I think the Blue Valley Southwest is going to be a good game for us going into Lamar as well because of their style of play. Uh, they are very downhill. Uh, they actually remind me a, a lot of El Dorado Springs, and so uh, I, th- I felt for the most part, we had a couple breakdowns here and there when we played El Dorado the last couple of years, but uh, for the most part, I felt like we've done a, a pretty good job of it so mm-hmm. um lamar tries to do the same thing they don't have the the size and post players like they have uh over the last couple of years so they go uh, five out and they just try to use their speed and athleticism and, and get downhill uh try to get a step on you get you out of position defensively uh and and try to go to the, the free throw line so we got to do a good job uh this week's a really good test for us the those three days at frontenac before going into lamar but uh, you know, you asked a couple of weeks ago, maybe this is a, a little bit of a blessing, and I think so. Uh, I know it's a lot of basketball here in the next few days, but uh, we were actually off all week next week, and so uh, being able to reschedule that game for mm-hmm. next week, and it's a boy-girl doubleheader that night, so and it's home, um, it's going to be a good thing for us. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it, uh, looking forward to the next few games that we do have. Uh, excited to see us and, and get back in action and back into game speed. Yeah, the girls on the varsity side will play at 6 o'clock on Tuesday against uh, Lamar, and then the boys have uh, Carl Junction, which was already on the schedule for next Tuesday at Wynn Gymnasium. Um, and, you know, after this Friday night tournament, believe it or not, we don't have a lot of games left. I no. mean, uh, because your regular season ends on like the 12th of February, so – after this Friday night tournament, uh, it's time to start preparing for postseason, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think because I felt like this season, um, regardless of the last couple of days, but for the most part, our season kind of flew by, um, you know, and, and they always say uh, time flies when you're having fun. And, you know, it, we've taken a, a couple couple lumps there in the early part of our season, but this still has been super enjoyable, super proud of our girls and how we've been playing. So uh, it, it is, it's, it's flying by and it's crazy to think that we're this far in and, and, you know, we only got a few games left. So uh, we got to keep showing up, playing hard and competing and playing Lady Tiger basketball. Look forward to it. Look forward to seeing you down there at Front Neck for the next three days. And of course, back home next uh, Tuesday. So uh, best of luck at the Four State Classic and we'll be there following along. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Lady Tiger head coach Blake Howarth will come back and visit with Nevada Boys head basketball coach Sean Gray after this timeout on Tiger Talk.